Hi, I'm Annie Miller. I'm a certified personal trainer and transformational macro coach. This is a podcast for those who are interested in improving their health and fitness. And what I've learned along the way is that sometimes that means you'll have to rethink what you thought you knew. This is the Rethinking Fitness with Annie podcast. Welcome to Rethinking Fitness with Annie. I'm your host, Annie Miller. Today, I want to talk about the scale. And it's kind of funny because I feel like this is a topic that has come up several times lately in conversations or with clients. And so I'm just going to kind of dive right in. So most of us have a scale in our house, right? Most of us have a bathroom scale in our house and, and lots of us have developed an unhealthy relationship with the scale. Maybe this sounds like you, you step on the scale, the number is higher than you expected. You feel upset, ashamed, guilty, frustrated. Or you step on it and that number is lower than you expected and you're excited or you're surprised because you knew you gained weight over the weekend. So we end up tying a lot of emotion to the scale and then we end up giving it meaning. So obviously sometimes to improve our overall health, we do need to lose some weight. That's a real thing and I don't want to discount that. And I also don't want to discount a goal that someone has for weight loss because they want to lose weight just because they think they would feel better or look better weighing five to 10 pounds less or whatever that goal is. I just want to preface this by saying whatever your weight loss goals are, great. But I don't want you to get sucked into a bad relationship with the scale when it's super normal for the scale to fluctuate. Super normal. Rather than having a mindset where you feel like you can't even step on the scale because you just know it's going to send you through a spiral, start to get yourself to a place where The scale is just a data point. It's just one piece of information on where you are at currently. Ignoring the scale, ignoring that number on the scale, it doesn't change that number, right? It doesn't change that fact. And so just getting a little bit more comfortable with seeing the number and using it as a data point, as one data point. There are so, so many reasons why the scale might fluctuate, and particularly reasons why the scale might go up. So I want to talk today just about eight reasons why you might see the scale go up. So number one, if you have traveled, this is really, really common. Water weight is the most common reason why you would see an increase in the scale from travel. You could have inflammation from extended periods of sitting, and inflammation is going to cause your body to hold on to a little bit more water. Then there are other things that could factor into weight gain from travel, but more often than not, it's really about excess water. So yes, you may see an increase on the number on the scale, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you've gained fat. The weight and fat on your body are not necessarily the same thing. If you went on vacation, expect it to take you at least as many days as you were gone for your body to level back out to where it was before. So the bottom line is, don't overreact. If you go on vacation and you come home and the scale has increased, give your body to respond to normal life again. Okay, reason number two, you ate more carbs. Maybe you ate more carbs yesterday or the day before. This can cause your scale to go up a little bit. And it also could factor back into travel too, since we do tend to eat higher carb diets when we travel. But if you change your eating, you had a high carb day yesterday or maybe even the day before, and you eat a higher carb amount than you normally eat, you might see an increase in the scale. Carbs convert to glucose. And the storage form of carbs in our body is called glycogen. And glycogen is stored in our muscle tissue, in our liver. 
For every one gram of glycogen storage, it holds three to four grams of water. So just by eating more carbohydrates, there's more water in carbs. You will have more water in your body when you eat more carbs. And that might make the scale go up, but that doesn't mean you've gained fat. Number three, maybe you had more sodium. Okay, again, this is a common one that could also be a reason that you see an increase while traveling or from eating a dinner out or just changing in what you ate. Our bodies need sodium. It helps our muscles contract so that we can do simple things like walk or even like digesting our food. When we have too much sodium, it throws off our potassium sodium balance and that causes bloating in our body. So one of the things you can do to combat that is increasing some of the potassium rich foods in your diet like leafy greens or avocados, bananas, oranges. Those are just a few foods that are higher in potassium and that could help restore that water balance faster. And again, give your body some time to respond. Number four, stress. So when we are stressed, our bodies go into what's known as flight or fight mode, which increases our adrenaline levels to help our body fight off whatever the perceived stress or the real stress is coming up. Your body knows you're going to need more energy to fight that off. So your body releases glucose into your bloodstream and the adrenaline wears off and your blood sugars drop. Cortisol is released to help your body have continued energy so that you can keep on fighting. That release of cortisol can increase your hunger hormones, make you feel hungry so you might overeat, and also cortisol can slow down your metabolism. So there's lots of things that happen in your body, which I just have to say, first of all, it's really cool. It's so cool that our bodies make all these adaptations naturally. But obviously, if you're someone who is dealing with a lot of stress, that can make it really hard to lose weight. And maybe even causes you to temporarily see a spike in the scale, but that doesn't necessarily mean you've gained fat. So I just kind of want to like keep reiterating that weight gain on the scale doesn't necessarily mean fat gain. Number five, your digestion could be off. So how regularly are you pooping? Plain and simple, if you haven't pooped, that could be a reason why the scale goes up. So know your normal pooping schedule. If you seem to be backed up, there's a good chance you're going to need to bump your fiber. The recommended daily amount of fiber for adults is between 25 and 30 grams per day, but most adults are getting closer to 12 to 15 grams a day. So increase your fruits and vegetable intake, get into the habit of planning your meals around a good source of protein and adding a plant or two to that. Number six, you had a good hard workout. So you might see more inflammation in your body from working out as your body works to repair itself and you'll retain some water. And maybe you threw off your digestion a little bit from a hard workout, which is normal. It can be normal to see an increase in the scale after a hard workout, but don't let that trick you into not working out. Know that it's likely a temporary thing. And again, just using that scale as a one data point. Number seven, drinking more water or actually even drinking less water. Dehydration can change your metabolism. You can see an increase on the scale from not drinking enough. You can also see an increase in the scale from drinking more water than your body's used to, simply because there is more water in your body. And number eight, for women, your menstrual cycle can cause fluctuations in your weight. You likely know that if you're a woman. So depending on where you're at in your cycle, you can see increases or decreases on the scale from the hormonal changes in your body throughout the month. So this is not an extensive list. There are lots of other reasons. Eating more food yesterday than you ate the day before or eating later in the day, maybe like right before you went to bed or not getting enough sleep or sometimes oversleeping. There are so, so many reasons that cause the scale to fluctuate. 
So use the scale as one data point. Good question to ask yourself if you're freaking out about an increase on the scale is, what am I making that number mean? Because if you have some type of emotional response to that, it's likely that you have some meaning associated with that number. You know, maybe it's a number that's higher than you've seen since you had babies or whatever. And so now you're like, oh my gosh, am I just, am I just lazy now? I've seen this increase in the scale. Oh my gosh, am I just old now? So right, you can see there's meaning that you're associating to that number on the scale. So ask yourself that question. What am I making this mean? And then you can even kind of break it down a little bit more. Like, what could it mean? Well, it could mean I had a hard workout yesterday. Maybe I drank more water. So hopefully you can see that just by removing that emotional aspect to it, taking a look at it from a more scientific or more objective standpoint and realizing that there's, I'm just going to say, a minimum of eight reasons why that scale might be up. So if you kind of know, hey, there's lots of things that could factor into this. I'm not going to freak out. I'm just going to kind of like take note. Hey, I noticed my scale was up this morning. Hmm, that's interesting. I wonder what could have caused that. And then just know that, especially if you are in a cut, if you're in a weight loss phase, we kind of think that we're going to see the number just like continually go down day after day after day. Right. But the reality is because we're human and there's so many different things that can affect us, there's so many things that can cause that fluctuation in the scale up and down. So while we want to just see that graph going down day after day, really going to be really, really normal for you to see that graph go up and down. And so if you can just kind of wrap your head around the fact that it is one data point. It's one way for you to take information about what's happening in your body. And especially if you are intentionally trying to lose weight, but even if you're not, the scale can be a really helpful tool for you to use to be able to kind of like figure out, hey, are these numbers that I'm using actually even working for me? Do I need to make tweaks? If you're not using the scale, it's going to be harder to know that. But sometimes we get to this point where we feel so frustrated by the scale. And I totally get it. I've been there myself. You feel so frustrated by the scale that you just kind of feel like you just want to put it away. You don't even want to, you don't even want to look at it because it's just, it feels frustrating to you. But if you can kind of remove that emotion from it and just remind yourself that your worth as a human being has nothing to do with that number on the scale. That number on the scale doesn't say how good of a parent you are or what kind of a human you are, how kind you are to other people or how good you are at your job or how successful you are, how athletic you are, how you treat people, whatever it is, right? That number on the scale doesn't tell us any of those things. All it tells you is your relationship with gravity, essentially. So don't let that stop you from continuing to do the things that you know are moving you in the direction that you want to go. Use other data points like measurements, how your clothes are fitting, progress photos are great, body fat percentages if you can, your energy levels overall, how you're sleeping, how you're feeling day to day. Don't let the scale rule your emotions, cause you to make reactive decisions based on the number. Do the things that you know you need to do and you will see the results that you want. So that kind of wraps it up. I just kind of wanted to throw that out there. There's lots of different reasons why the scale might be up, and that doesn't necessarily mean that you've gained fat. And so especially, I guess I'll just kind of throw this in, if you are really wanting to watch for fat loss along with weight loss, a great indication, especially for women, is a measurement around your waist. 
in addition to the scale. If your waist is changing, that's usually a pretty good indication that you're losing fat and really measurements all around because we're all going to we genetically carry fat in different places in our body. And so genetically, we're going to lose fat in different places. We wish we could just choose, you know, the one spot that, you know, we all have one or two spots on our body that we wish like, oh, if I want to lose fat, I just want it to be from this spot. But that's not really how our bodies work. But if you take measurements, and maybe especially in those areas that you know, you tend to gain a little bit more weight, or you'll see some of those results, take measurements, use that the measurements are a great way especially in combination with the scale to give you a good indication of whether or not you are actually losing or gaining weight. You may see that waist measurement fluctuate throughout your cycle. If you're a woman, you've probably noticed that, right? There's different times in, of the month that your stomach just may be bigger than at other times of the month. And that, again, has nothing to do with gaining fat. So pay attention to how you're feeling. Pay attention to how you're sleeping. Pay attention to your energy levels overall. Don't let the scale rule your life. Keep that scientific mindset with it. Use it as one data point. Every day, keep taking actions towards becoming that person that you want to be. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day and I will chat with you next week.